Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Preacher Boys podcast. I make this show for you, and I hope that you really enjoy it. I have a lot of people that ask me how they can support the show financially, and you can do that by heading over to patreon.com slash preacherboys. You're going to get access to exclusive content, including early releases of episodes. I've got a couple episodes right now that have been released at least a month early over on Patreon. You've got access to things like unique merch, depending on what tier you join, and you get access to some behind-the-scenes content that I'm posting within the group. So head over to patreon.com slash preacherboys and become a member over there today. Every single supporter helps make this show a little bit more possible, especially as I continue to add additional episodes and content every single week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get back to the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Trigger warning. This podcast contains descriptions of various abusive situations. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to the Preacher Boys Podcast, a podcast shedding light on decades of mental, physical, and sexual abuse within the independent fundamental Baptist movement. The testimonies shared on this podcast are told from the personal experience and perspective of the survivors. Not all legal outcomes are known or final. Any suspect is presumed innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. To find more information about the Preacher Boys podcast and upcoming documentary, visit PreacherBoysDoc.com or connect on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at PreacherBoysDoc. Now, here is your host, Eric Skwarzynski. I released an episode with someone whose name is Kathy Partridge. She was a 15, 16-year-old girl when she began developing a, a relationship with the pastor at the church. And I say developing a relationship not to imply that she played any part in having guilt in this relationship. What I mean is uh, she became the target of grooming by the pastor of her church. So the relationship she thought she was forming was a relationship between a, a girl who needed a father figure and a man who treated her like a daughter. And very soon she discovered that uh, he was not interested in her like a father uh, cares for a daughter. He said in his own words that he loved her like a man loves a woman. And so this 46-year-old pastor with six children began grooming a 15-year-old girl. And ultimately it ended in her molestation. And her only hope was going to college to get away from him. When she went to college, he began writing her letters. She was there for about three weeks. And he sent her several letters 
one of which, the one that I'm going to look at today, was intercepted by her sister and exposed the situation. And so I wanted to go through the letter. I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about what's inside of it, talk a little bit about religious abuse. This letter was received, uh, this letter was written on September 6th, 2001, and it's written to Catherine from her abuser and the pastor of the church at the time. His name is Timothy George. It says Catherine, and then he mentions his wife's name, his daughter's name, which I won't include in this for obvious reasons. It says, my wife and my daughter and I saw five shooting stars tonight while lying on the dike of the lake. My only wish was that you wouldn't walk out of my life like your dad walked out on you and Jenny. To give you some context, like I mentioned, predators tend to find real serious situations of trauma and abuse and look for people that are more vulnerable, people that are experiencing something difficult that they can use to use as emotional leverage. And for Kathy, that was her father and her mother separating. Her father figure was largely absent. He was depressed, suicidal, and you'll see pieces of that used against her throughout this letter by the pastor. And so when he mentions that, my only wish is that you wouldn't walk out of my life like your dad walked out of on you and your sister. He's using that leverage to pull her closer. This letter was sent after she had ignored his first several letters uh, to her while she was at Crown College. And it's manipulative right in the second sentence of this letter. It says, God be my witness with my life in the balance of his hands. All I want is the pastor Paul relationship I first had with you. So in the third sentence, he dives into, I was like a father to you. I want to be like a pastor and a father to you again. And it says, nothing more, I promise. He's given me the grace to repent of any extramarital love I had for you. Again, he's referring to his desires of 46-year-old man for a teenage girl. His only thing that he sees wrong with this situation is that it was an affair. And if you'll listen to today's episode, you'll hear that that was what all of the pastors involved, Clarence Sexton at Crown College, the pastor of Independent Baptist Church, Mike Creed, they all refer to it as an affair, not as grooming of a child. And it says, I'm not even going to ask for your love as a daughter. If only I could gain back your respect. My actions over the last month are inexcusable. The letters I wrote, the ones I told you not to read, rather destroy them, were written under upsetting moments of emotional duress. You of all people, I could never hurt intentionally. For you, I prayed and fought to deliver you from the grips and false teachings of someone in the church that he mentions. Uh, for you, I prayed and fought to keep your family intact. These people in the church and others tried to turn you from your own mother and sister. For you, I chose. So he's going to start going heavy into the guilt. This is all the things that I've done for you. He says, for you, I chose to be a papa at the possible expense of causing jealousy among my own girls and others at the church. I invested over $600 to see your dream of a professional recording come true. For you, I spent $150 to get one of your songs composed. And for you, when you said you wish you and your mom and sister could get away alone just one more time before going to college, I gave your mom $200 to do so. For you, I spent $60 to buy you your bracelet and another $40 to buy Jenny's anklet just so you uh, could wear your bracelet without questions attached. So the bracelet he's referring to, and this is one of the disturbing parts of her story, is Kathy received a bracelet from her pastor and it had her name on one side and then on the inside of the bracelet where no one could see there was a verse from Song of Solomon that the pastor had included. So the Song of Solomon obviously contains more of the sexual verses within scripture and he inscribed that within the inside of her bracelet so she would remember him 
And at the same time, this is what he mentions here, he also bought her sister an anklet because he was a father figure to the two of these people. He bought an anklet for her so it would look like he just bought both girls a gift at the same time and they could wear them uh, wherever they want without questions being raised about their relationship at that point. It says, for you, I let your mom use the van to go to college so your trip could be more pleasant. Does this sound like someone who would intentionally hurt you? Never did I do any of those things expecting anything in return until now. And I don't mention them now to make you feel guilty. I just want you to know I could never hurt you intentionally. It somehow I did hurt you and I'm so sorry. So he's going right into love bombing. I did all these things. I showed you this. I did this. All of the steps of the grooming process he's going over and discussing with her. And then he puts the, the fact that she feels hurt on her. He says, yet somehow I did hurt you. I don't know how, but I'm so sorry if you feel that way. It says, you cannot begin to imagine how hard it hurt me either when your doormate told me you didn't want to speak with me. You cannot imagine the pain when I heard your voice tell, and he says the name of his daughter, who is uh, Kathy's best friend, no, when she asked, would you like to speak to my daddy? If you could have only seen my wife and daughter's responses, I turned my head away from them and cried, probably just as I made you cry on the phone the other day. I believe I now, this was one of the most, I couldn't believe you wrote this in a letter. It says, I believe I now understand much better how Christ felt when Judas betrayed him with a kiss. Yet I forgive you fully for your actions. I deserved it when Christ didn't. Catherine, please tell me what I must do to gain your respect once again. I invested, so again, back to what he's done for her. Invested four years in your life, let alone was pertinent to your salvation. If I hadn't, you may be on your way to hell, let alone not at Crown College today. Are you willing to give all that up for one gross mistake? one gross sin against you and God that I made? Are you willing to go on with an unforgiving spirit, hatred, and bitterness, thus assuring yourself of no fellowship with God, let alone answered prayer? But Matthew 6, 14 through 15, and Psalm 66, 18. Then it says, Catherine, we've had four years of a father-daughter relationship. So this relationship, this father-daughter relationship, that he claims that they had. This involved him telling her that he loved her like a man loves a woman. This involves him forcing a kiss on her. This involved him removing her shirt and molesting her. So this relationship that he cites, he's leaving out what actually happened. He used the father-daughter relationship to keep working his way closer and closer to his ultimate goal. He says, we prayed together, witnessed together, cried and laughed together, vacationed together, worshiped and sang together. Are you willing to walk out of the best four years of your life because I made a gross mistake? He uses that term again in action and word. Please forgive me. I'll make it up to you. Please give me a second chance. I gave you a second chance when you turned your back on me and chose to follow the member in his church who was teaching something different in his group. What more can I say? Please tell me you still want me as your pastor, Papa. I want to be able to pray for God's will for you. I want to be able to pray that your studies come easier. I want to be able to pray for the right man to come into your life but you are going to make that hard for me to do unless you will forgive me for the harm and hurt I have brought you. And Catherine, if you choose, and he underlined that, if you choose not to give me a second chance, please don't hold it against my wife. She wants and needs your friendship so much. When you didn't call and thank her for your birthday gift, it crushed her. I know I'm to blame for that phone call never arriving, but just want you to know how much you mean to her too. Although you wouldn't talk to me last Thursday, thank you for talking to and they names his daughters and, and wife that. Please give this letter some serious thought. 
It will be my last letter to you forever unless you're willing to forgive me and give me another chance. And if you'll give me another chance, all future letters will only be friendly father-daughter letters, current events at home, and I miss you from time to time. Hopefully, your pastor, Paul, question mark. And then he added to this letter. It says, I just got back from the lake after standing in the water, praying, talking, and crying before God for almost an hour. I've come away from there with a peace that he is with me, regardless of your decision. He showed me other sins I must make right and has given a peace about them too. What I was hoping to find in my meditation time, I had planned at Camp Rapidan. I believe the Lord has given me tonight. So I return home to serve God like I never have before. I hope you choose to be a part of it during your holiday and summer breaks and the rest of your life if God so chooses to keep you in our area. Captain, please let me be a pastor pop up to you again. Question mark, please. Exclamation point, exclamation. This is a letter that was written to her. This was found by her sister. And after her sister found it, her sister re received a letter uh, from him as well. It's a lot shorter. I'll read that and then I'll uh, close this out. It says, Jennifer, I'm very sorry for the pain, the hurt, the letdown I've caused you and your sister and your mother. I take full responsibility for my actions and for Catherine's. She's not to blame, and I would hope this does not in any way affect your relationship with her. She, as well as you and your mom, entrust me with leading you in your walk in Christ, and I betrayed that trust. The worst sin man, saved or unsaved, can commit against his fellow man. I also sin the worst sin against God as a Christian by grieving the Holy Spirit of God. I only hope you can find in your heart to forgive me so as not to commit the worst sin a Christian could sin against his fellow man, the sin of an unforgiving spirit. Please do not allow Satan to fill you with hatred, bitterness, and anger, thus keeping you from perfect fellowship with God and answered prayer. Two wrongs cannot make a right. Jennifer, God used me to see you enter into the kingdom of God. He wanted me to, or he used me to disciple you, even to be a father to you, to bring you or to give you back a precious relationship with your sister. He used me to see you develop your music ministry, to bring you back to the place where you are right now, a student at Crown College, frankly, to give you the four best years of your life. Please don't let this wicked sin that I've committed against all of you draw an end to what we had and what can possibly still be. Don't let Satan win twice. I know it can never be the same, but give me a chance, please, to repair as much of the damage as possible. But I cannot do that unless I know you've truly forgiven me and are willing to give me another chance to gain your trust. Your mom and I have talked extensively, and I believe she will tell you I'm truly repentant of what I've done. I had already asked Catherine for forgiveness before you found out what happened. She's forgiven me. Your mom has forgiven me. I know my Savior's forgiven me. Could you? Would you? Not for my sake only, but for your sake as well. And even for the sake of the ministry of Faith Bible Baptist Church. I know what that church means to you. Give this serious spiritual thought. Try best to crucify the flesh. Let the scriptures and the Holy Spirit be your guide. Then and only then will the grace of God see you through and bring about a peace that truly passes all understanding. Let this terrible, tragic trial be a building block in your Christian growth rather than a stumbling stone. Paul killed Christians. Peter denied the Lord three times. John, Mark, forsook Paul. These stumbling blocks only made them more zealous in the Lord's work, having received the forgiveness from the Lord and others. May your willingness to forgive me give me and you greater faith that we might work together in the days of FBBC or wherever. Never did I intentionally seek out to hurt any of you. Your mom knows what led up to what happened between Catherine and I. She can tell you if she decides to. Nothing justifies it, but I just want you to know that the events that took place were not planned or preconceived. They happened, and now we regret it tearfully. Please find it in your heart to forgive me. Please. So I thought these letters were really important to share, to give some context for 
what spiritual abuse looks like, can look like. And it's frankly disturbing. If you haven't listened to the episode that dropped today, September 11th with Kathy Partridge, I definitely encourage you to listen to it. I'll be posting these letters to the Preacher Boys social media pages as well. Uh, so you can take a look at those. But I thank you guys so much for tuning in and look forward to catching up with you guys again really soon. Thank you for listening to the Preacher Boys podcast. If you appreciated the content on the show, please leave a review on iTunes and don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at Preacher Boys Doc. Additional information can always be found on PreacherBoysDoc.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.